0: All right, welcome to my show, I said. Welcome to my show, yeah, welcome to my show, yeah. Welcome back everyone, this is your host Serena Medicina and today I have a very special treat for you. I'm going to tell you a story. One of my most favorite things to do is to share story, to share the innate wisdom that is interwoven through words, to create an image that the imagination can conjure up and see. I feel that this way of relating really satisfies my inner child in so many ways as I absolutely love a good story. So I hope you enjoy this journey as much as I do. Get your popcorn ready, or light up your fires and your pitchforks, whatever you feel you need today, and let's get straight into it. There I was, on a grassland hill surrounded by towering trees and thick luminous bushes. The night sky was cluttered with stars. There was no moon. I was familiar with the land. And the land knew me. I knew I was in my spirit body from the sense of peace and freedom that overcame me. I looked towards the bottom of the hill at the edge of the trees. I suddenly saw women, all dressed in black, with black markings on their faces. That's when I heard them drumming. The drumming woke me up into the dream. Suddenly a drum in my hand and a beat in my heart, my feet began to run towards them, beating the ground as I beat the drum, ready to descend into the darkness with them. We rhythmically sang ancient warrior songs with our drums, each moment deepening into the next, sinking into our power as we become our power. Ferocious animals began to appear beside us. There we were, singing while beating our drums, staring deep into the eyes of our animal counterparts, feeling our readiness to die. In small clusters, we walked close to the cliff edge of a deep black abyss, while the rest of our sisters drummed for us. Once ready, we leaped into the darkness. I saw my sisters and their animals falling with me until they all disappeared. It was too dark to see them. I was falling for an enduring amount of time until it didn't feel like falling anymore. It became floating. When I became aware of this sensation, I landed swiftly on the ground like a big cat jumping from a tree. I was in a dark cave. It felt cold. It wasn't supposed to feel cold. was the sound I made to call out to my sisters. I suddenly heard different clicks and soft sounds echoed back to me. We are connected as we move forward, unable to see, only sense. I began to hear a large metallic sound coming towards me. To my right, my leopard strikes down something giant. I could hear the brassy crash on the cave rock floor as my leopard roared loudly. More metallic sounds came towards me. As I lit up a violet flame in my hand, the light shined on what I could only describe as a long rectangular prism sitting in a rounded base with sharp metal spider legs. It was three times my size, and fast. I threw a massive violet flame ball at the creature, which turned it into black dust in seconds. Get the tracking device! yelled one of my sisters as my leopard and her eagle tore apart another one of those virus-looking machine giants. One appeared out of the darkness, charging straight at me. It was almost too quick as it struck me down to the ground. My hands were fast enough and strong enough to hold the creature at bay. I heard a monotonous beeping coming from the inside of the viral machine My leopard tackled it down to the ground and smashed it open as it landed. She grabbed a green beeping light from the centre of the viral machine and brought it to me. It was the tracking device. I threw a flame ball at the squirming viral machine and enjoyed watching it turn to dust. We ran forward. I could now see my sisters flashing green as they ran with their own tracking devices in their hands. This allowed us to go unnoticed by the other viral machines. Each one of us began to emerge from the dark passageways leading to the middle. We have finally arrived at the core. I could see my sisters and their kin standing around the edges of an enormous crater. At the bottom, there was a shallow pool of hot lava. There's supposed to be so much more lava here. A mighty red ball floated in the air above. We all snarled at the sight as two viral machines were injecting their venom into the red ball. How dare they? My sisters and I began to summon a phoenix, and within seconds it came flying in. I jumped on its back and flew towards the red ball, lighting up the violet flame in my hand and readying myself. I shot down the two viral machines. I then began to turn back. When I jumped off the phoenix and back onto the ledge where I was before, the mighty red ball crashed into the pool of lava below, creating a huge tidal wave to rise up and splash against the crater walls. The ground beneath us began to shake, and the ceilings and walls of the cave began to fall in pieces. We knew we had to move fast. We began running with our kin by our side and phoenix flying with its bright, brilliant fire lighting the way. The lava in the crater began to fill and overflow, chasing us as it destroyed every viral machine it touched. We all shapeshifted into our kin to run faster. The sheer power of running on four legs catapulted me ahead. All I could see were bears, lions, tigers, leopards, eagles and the phoenix. I couldn't look back to see how close the lava was, for I could feel its heat. We came to our first landing spot and jumped up, closely followed by the life force that was the lava. We arrived back at the edge of the dark abyss, with some of our sisters still drumming, waiting for our return. The lava came to the cliff edge, but before it overflowed onto the land, It began to surge through the ground beneath us. Everything on the ground lit up bright, beautiful colours. I could see the meridians of the land and the plants surrounding us light up and come to life. It began to spread throughout the entire planet, waking up everything and everyone who was in contact with it. My sisters and I cheered and chanted songs of victory. We lit a fire and stood in a circle around it. We thanked our kin, the land, and each other. Then, one by one, my sisters began to disappear, and I too began to dissolve. And that is how our story ends, my friends. This journey that I have shared with you actually comes from a shamanic drum journey that I had done with myself recently. I have had many experiences with shamanic drumming, drumming for myself and also guiding others on journeys. So shamanic drumming is rhythmically beating a drum to put someone into an altered state of consciousness or a trance-like state. And once in that trance state, you can journey to what they call the lower world, middle world, or the upper world. And this particular journey that I've shared with you today is me journeying into the lower world. And these women that I was journeying with are actually women that I know personally, and we always seem to drum together in the web. And when I say the web, I mean the web of consciousness, the web that grandmother spider weaves and connects us all and intertwines our journeys together. These kinds of stories are things that I'm going to be sharing a lot more often, and I have thoroughly enjoyed sharing them and being able to tell these stories So I hope you have enjoyed them too and they've opened up maybe some insight or some imagination and wonder within you. So with that, I'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have a lovely week.